0: Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker.
1: You're listening to America's Diesel Podcast. <laughs> All right, guys, today we're talking about some electric vehicle stuff. But first... yeah. But first...
2: But first, go ahead, Ben. Go ahead. You've been waiting all week. <laughs> I've been waiting all week, man.
1: <laughs> and I don't know if it's if it's too harsh or not. I literally have only told you about it. I haven't told anybody else. So, Corey, this one's for you, too. Okay. So, there, there's this little video on Instagram that's cycling around <laughs> about uh, average dick size in different countries. And there's, like, you know...
2: I think actually everybody... I think people have seen that in the past. It's been around yeah, for a, been while, around a while, but it just now...
1: It got cycled around to me, because like when it says, like... <laughs> We'll get there, but like the four inches is like Thailand, Cambodia, Laos, three point eight, uh, South Korea, blah blah blah, you know, four point five, Malaysia, USA, five inch, a o, <laughs> you know, Germany, five point seven, and at the the biggest one is seven point one inch average, Congo. I think it's the cobalt. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, man. I mean, if you're going to die while mining this stuff with your hands, you might as well be hung.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I guess we know what hammer they're using. <laughs> That's messed up. Oh, we're going to get canceled. That's messed up. It's totally messed up. But I mean, think about how many problems in your life you have. At least you get home be like, National average, baby scoreboard. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> oh lordy, oh lord! Let's get, this intro, Let's out of get the way. this intro out of the way. I'm so sorry, guys. I am so <laughs> sorry. I sent that to Tyler, and I immediately was like, "Is I never is I, and I
2: didn't even open it." And then Ben was like, "Hey, did you see what I, that thing I sent you over the weekend?" I was like, nah He's like, "Come here." <laughs> he shows it to me. i was just like, "Oh god, dude." Uh, Think it's Cobalt? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I've been uh, ever (laughs) since then. I've been taking apart lithium ion ion batteries and uh, rubbing them (laughs) on my body.
1: (laughs) Start growing seven point one cocks all over
2: the place. yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This week's podcast episode is brought to you by Fuel Bomb Diesel Additive, an additive designed for diesel
1: enthusiasts, made by diesel enthusiasts.
2: Ben, take it away.
1: Both these additives
2: are available on our website, DieselPowerProducts.com. Now let's get back to that episode.
1: Thanks for tuning in, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) This has been Tyler from America's Diesel Podcast coming from Spokane, Washington. Uh, You can find us all on all normal podcast avenues, Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify. You can find us all by searching America's Diesel Podcast. Also on our Instagram page, uh, we do have a Facebook group. Uh, You have to answer three very specific questions that have three three non-specific answers. And I will say there have been some answers that I'm like... One of them's like, yep, you're good. I yeah. could care less what the other two are. So answer them correctly to the best of your ability. There are many right answers, many wrong answers. I am the only one that approves or denies them. So yeah, play to your crowd.
2: Oh, yeah. And let's keep those reviews coming in, boys. We are moving up in the ranks. We greatly appreciate it. Leave a five-star review on any of the platforms that you listen to this on. Screenshot that review. Send it to podcast at dieselpowerproducts.com. Make sure to include a picture of your truck and an address, and we can get you a decal that looks just like our podcast logo.
1: All right, and if you need diesel parts, make sure and check out dieselproprocks.com. See that Quick Ship logo? It's guaranteed in stock ready to rock because Tyler's been pulling his hair out, making sure all those are updated. Side note, he's bald. It's a lot <laughs> yeah. of stuff. So, <laughs> it's a lot of stuff. Yeah. And if, Anyways, if, oh, uh, no, oh, yeah. Yeah. if you're a place and order website and you uh, see that uh, order notes section, write podcast in there, lets us uh, kind of tally them up and let the big guys know that we're down here having fun, talking about fun stuff. But also, people are placing orders because at the end of the day, money makes the world go round. If you place an order and you forgot to put that in there, don't worry. Shoot me a message, shoot me a DM, whatever you need to do. Let me know your order number, email address, whatever. I can flag it, tag it, and make sure that accounts towards the podcast. Yeah. Okay. All Let's right. get into this episode.
2: Yeah. So I ran across an article and I started thinking, you know, has, has Motor Trend gone woke on us? Yeah. And, you know, because I remember back in the day, when I say back in the day, like, like maybe five to ten years ago, yeah, Motor Trend was was showing everybody cool stuff. They were showing guys, you know, showing mainly men, mm-hmm. you know, because this is a, I would say a male dominated um, hobby, if you will, or interest. It is, uh, but they they were showing guys hot rods. They were showing guys cool trucks. They were showing guys um, cool builds. They're, I mean, it, they were. They were like the magazine you'd go to the store and you'd open up that magazine and look at, like, maybe the new Camaro or the new Mustang yeah. or and, and uh and stuff like that. And uh, you know, nowadays it almost seems like they have a, a, an agenda which I, I hadn't really checked out their actual pay because they they you know, obviously, we focus on diesel here. Uh, for the most part and
1: uh <laughs> contrary to our <laughs> contrary. Uh, intro here yeah
2: <laughs> we focus on diesel for the most part so but it is still cool to see you know ram trx's and and you know cool stuff that happened with the raptor over the years and, and whatnot um and so i hadn't really checked them out in a while but then this article i don't know where i saw this on um but it, it the title of the article is You're Being Lied To About Electric Cars.
1: Which and I that, agree. I agree. <laughs>
2: yeah. Everybody's which, which in cars. a it, yeah, but then the subtitle is "Science has repeatedly shown EVs are better for humans, despite the meme you just retweeted." Now, I thought that was a little kind of like a little jab at, at the actual internal combustion engine activist guy. All mm-hmm. right, kind of i i not saying that, we we are an activist or or like that, that, we we like, we like internal combustion engines. Um, it's something that I've always loved, um, from from when I can remember. I mean, from when I was a little tiny kid, you know, old enough to recognize what a internal combustion engine is. Oh, totally. Um, and, and that has progressed into diesel trucks. Um, And so I kind of felt like that was like a little jab at at guys like us Mm -hmm. Uh, because, yeah, we joke around about about electric vehicles. um, But I think it's deserving uh, because of the fact of we've got this big push for a lot of people to move towards electric vehicles under the impression that it's going to do exactly the same thing, but better. And it's better for everybody, better for the environment, better, better for everybody.
1: The, and the it feels like they're using the guys that like all the problems have already been ironed out. It's fine. Everything's good to go. Everything's good to go. But they were like, I feel like they would get, and they, by they, I mean, people that are like really trying to push whether it be people in government or not. Yeah. And again, like the, the stuff we're going to talk about today is, it's not, we're not trying to get political with it. It's not like directly at people preaching yes or no, as far as that can actually control government legislature right but it's i would say everybody as a whole electric yeah. vehicle enthusiasts or not enthusiasts but like people that are pushing as a whole if they called it like they, it actually was like hey it, this isn't evolving you know it's not perfect yet so it maybe is not for everybody yet so right and and plan according i to I, I, I gave him the benefit
2: of the doubt when mm-hmm. i first looked at this article and i did read through the entire thing uh-huh. and um You know, I then I then I then this whole podcast thing came up too that Mm -hmm. they that they have, which is called the inevitable EVs. Ding, yeah,
1: yeah, that's right. We listen to it.
2: Yeah, ding. (laughs) So obviously, you know, we know about towing. We know about moving weight. We know how to make your diesel truck. And and again, we're not advocates of making a bunch of black smoke. We're actually we're if you've listened to the podcast and listened to some of the guests that we have. Uh, on especially, you know, Lenny from Dynamite Diesel, we're in the business of of making efficient power, um, and moving that weight as efficiently as possible. Okay, um, some of the things in this article that they kind of just the first thing that they said in here that just rubbed me the wrong way that I already w- was kind of like debating in my head mm-hmm. was. yes electric because they talk about towing on this and then they go into further depth on the podcast that we're going to pull up too. um they 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 talk about electric vehicles um yes they lose half their range uh when towing but so does a but so does a a, you know gasoline or diesel truck
1: yeah get that yeah sorry
2: (laughs) okay (laughs) Um, I know that for a fact that my truck towing is not split in half on the mileage, at all. If and any... that's a
1: basically a brand. I wouldn't say brand new, but it's a twenty one fully yeah. emissions intact bone f and stock truck.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, um, so and at the same time, the mileage that I can go half of my capac- or half of my range with a full tank is still. Double or triple of what an electric vehicle can do, and because uh, this is another frustrating part of it, because they talk, they talk just, about just the, pick it
1: apart piece yeah, by piece. Yeah. Pick a piece, let's <laughs> chew on it.
2: Okay, so they they um, I don't even know where to go. Okay, this whole article. Okay, let's start with the article. They 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 talk about all these, you know, they get into the, in depth on like the um, emissions that are caused uh from manufacturing an internal combustion engine is actually but so they call indirect indirect emissions Mm -hmm. right so you know obviously a a, a, you know a a electric vehicle does not have in or direct emissions because it's electric and it's not putting out anything but the The funny thing
1: is i agree with them trying to find the indirect emission stuff because that's Pretty much what like diesel guys like us yeah. are trying to say, right. like everybody says, it's a battery. It just it came out of thin air, yeah. and it's better. It's like, well, did you see where it came from? Yeah, and they even bring up the cobalt
2: thing, but they they kind of breeze past it like it's not a big deal, which I think it is a big deal. I mean, if you're gonna if if you're gonna go all in on an EV for its ability to be clean, um, having that on your shoulder or on your back looking at you is is kind of kind of fucked up. Yeah, I mean I say it's like a
1: 7.1 inch big deal. Yeah. I mean, imagine 7.1 inches be on your back or on your shoulder.
2: Yeah. And, and and not to mention again, this is Motor Trend. Um they're supposed to be going after you know vehicle enthusiasts, and part of being a th- an enthusiast is is not sitting in an electric vehicle hearing nothing, getting no out, getting no input from the vehicle itself, but you know yeah they could be fun they could be fast you know if you're talking about like teslas and 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 different ones um yeah they're 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 quick um but again there's there's no feedback from that vehicle to the driver giving them the feeling you know that they had when they were younger or something you know it's just a different it's a different thing altogether i mean you can't you, you can't say that an electric vehicle is going to replace that feeling because it can't. No. Um and, and so and, and they go in depth on, you know, CO2 cod, blah, blah 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 blah. Okay, yeah. We we get it. We get it. We've also talked about how how the uh uh the the, the ozone is healing itself at this point and we've been putting out these internal combustion engines for, since engines have been made. Yeah, and, and that- it's already healing itself so it's like um it, to me it's a that argument is just falls on deaf ears like that, I,
1: somehow balls of soot have came out of trucks and started forest fires
2: yeah and this got compounded after i read this article and then they listen i then i listened to the podcast and they talk about uh Motor Trend truck of the year <laughs> Motor Trend truck of the year F150 Lightning <sighs> okay so now i'm i'm thinking okay For one, every video I've seen on the F-150 Lightning has been a terrible review. If you guys have, uh, I don't know if his videos are still up, but you got to check out Hoobie's Garage. They're still up. Okay. When he got his F-150 Lightning and uh, towed an empty aluminum trailer and like barely
1: got out of his neighborhood. Yeah. And the funny thing is like he was trying to make like a somewhat (laughs) like promoting ironic video because he was going to tow on that trailer a Model T.
2: Yeah, and so I, I I sat I sat there thinking I'm like how is this truck the truck of the year? And then I started looking at all their news and all their the the stuff that they're putting out is all EV stuff. And I'm sitting there thinking like wow Motor Trend like where are you on this? Like this is this is th- like this is bullshit mm-hmm. because I'm a Cummins guy, and I talked to Ben about this this morning. I think the truck of the year should have been a Super Duty F two fifty three fifty ten speed five hundred horsepower banger badass truck yeah uh i mean we're talking 500 horsepower emissions intact and it's got a 10 speed transmission and is leading the pack as far as horsepower
1: torque um and i think i think overall weight it can tow as well i believe so yeah i guarantee it with a 10 speed and 500 horsepower factory shoot like that's gonna yeah. feel like 750 like
2: that should have been truck of the year yeah like hands down i mean like i said i'm a cummins guy and for them to just put this as the truck of the year because they're obviously pushing an agenda of electric vehicles and are trying to convince us motorheads that this is a good route to go but then i looked a little i mean not even much further i looked just a touch further on the same website just rolled the old scroll wheel and I down think they use the same red truck as the the <laughs> picture for this there it is not even finished on the on the assembly line, Ford holding back new F one hundred and fifty Lightning due to unknown battery pack issue. How can that be the truck of the year huh. when you can't even get one because they're having battery pack issues, which is the freaking lifeblood of that entire truck? Like that to me is just these people have and this is why I say has Motor Trend gone woke? They have they they have purposely put an F. It, First of all, F one fifty has been like the best selling truck since like F 150s came out.
1: Yeah, I want to say the from gas like, engine. Like <laughs> okay. seventy freaking eighty-one or eighty nine or seventy-nine yeah. or something like that. I don't remember. They're a great little truck. Mm-hmm. They've always been. They're they're awesome trucks. They're there's
2: millions of them rolling around still. Oh,
0: yeah.
2: But for them just to put this as like this is truck of the year. And not that it, not that Motor Trend Truck of the Year really holds much water anymore, but still, for to have a large, probably the largest, um, publication of of automotive stuff, just put that out there, and then in the same on the same fucking website, have them talk about how they can't even make them because they have an unknown, unknown battery pack issue. That to me should immediately, you know, nix that from being even qualified to be truck of the year. Yeah. Um, so it's just super frustrating. Okay. You guys check out the article, read it. It's, I think it's, I think it's very electric bias. Um, and the guy that wrote it is uh, Johnny Lieberman, I believe. Something like that, yeah. Um, and he has a podcast called Inevitable. Ding! <laughs> so
1: stupid. Um, were there again? Yeah, so the, the article about it holding back was written by Justin Banner, mm-hmm. the Motor Chan Truck of the Year. That was written by, I guess, Scott, well, Scott, Scott Evans. Evans, but then it says writer, oh, photographer. Evan Klein was a photographer. Yeah. Nice pictures, Evan.
2: Yeah, so we got we, we now we move on to the podcast part of this.
1: Yeah, and then we get the yeah, okay, so you're being lied to about your electric cars. That was written by Johnny Lieberman. Yeah. Of and he the is inevitable ding podcast. Yeah. So, I'm doing I, the whole fucking The episode, latest
2: the one that they put out uh is a podcast that is headlining towing with an EV. And I'm like, okay, this could be interesting. Let's yeah. hear it. Let's hear him.
1: <laughs> Maybe we'll learn something. Well, Maybe there's something that we don't know. You have
2: to get past the first like 25 minutes of them like going over each other's credentials on how they can talk about trailers and electric vehicles and blah, 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 blah. Listen, you don't have to have an electronic degree to know that the shit don't work. Yeah, And it, it just doesn't work. Some of the things that they are talking about in this podcast. Um, first of all, they're talking about things that aren't even out yet and even if they were they are going to be so incredibly expensive that it, it it's it's it, it, it's almost unobtainable like cuz they they talk about mainly campers okay mm-hmm. and I, i'm a camping
1: enthusiast i i, I go a lot yeah um, I, I, yes you, like for for Tyler's. I'll. I'll give you Tyler's credentials right now. Go for it. It is uh, currently on the day that this is filmed. It is the day after th- or, uh, Valentine's Day. It's it's February fifteenth. Oh. Um. Last
2: year I was camping already, but yeah, we have cur- a
1: really we have a lot of snow this yeah, year. Yeah, it's currently thirty seven degrees. There's still a decent amount of snow. Um. Tyler is already getting ready to bust a trailer out go camping, and he'll do that all the way through like I don't know Thanksgiving. Even, probably you know on average three weekends a month.
2: We we typically we have Thanksgiving in out camping. We call it Friendsgiving, and mm-hmm. we bring a, a turkey fryer out, and we 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 and we'll go even past then. It just depends on the snow. Mm-hmm. Um So I, I go a lot, like every weekend.
1: <laughs> yeah, like um, during the summer, I would say your mileage is probably two thirds towing, one third driving.
2: Yeah. You'd be hard-pressed to find me uh, home on a weekend. Oh, 100%. Yeah.
1: I know that, yeah, once Friday 4 o'clock, it's like, well, I could try and find Tyler. Yeah. Unless I'm with him or I can see him. He's in my arm's length. There's no way I'm getting a hold of him. Yeah. (laughs) So
2: they are talking about um, a new camper that is coming out from uh, one of the most affordable camping uh, camper companies uh, out there, Aerostream. Not. That's a joke. <laughs> it's a joke, <laughs> because they 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 are insanely expensive. We're even, talking. Even
1: they mentioned that they're like, oh yeah,
2: hundred yeah. percent. I mean, for like a twenty foot trailer, you're spending like seventy five grand. Yeah, which is that's not a big trailer. Um, yeah, it looks cool. It's got really art decoy looking interior, mm-hmm. really modern. Um, yeah, you you won't catch me in one of those. Yeah, and they call <laughs> it the
1: uh, the small ones called the Bambi.
2: Yeah. Anyways, this so they're talking. Airstream is coming out with what they call like their e-trailer. Mm-hmm. Okay, so basically, ooh, ooh. I have I
1: have a I have a rant when okay talking about trailers in a minute here. So yeah, look at the
2: prices of these, <clears throat> even the small one. How much is that Bambi? If you just scroll, go back, and if you scroll down, it'll show the price.
1: So we're on Airstream's website right yeah. now. Travel Because it trailers, shows the price under Scroll him. down ever so slightly.
2: On the other... It's right next to where it says view all travel trailers. There's a little bar. You can scroll... Yeah, right there.
1: Sixty 30, grand. Sixty dollars Sleeps four.
2: And that's like a... That's like a... That's an under 20-foot trailer. That is a... What is that thing? Like 16 feet, if that. Good. That's a tiny little trailer. Single axle. I mean... Y- y- you, yeah, <laughs> like
1: where the fuck are you sleeping for? Yeah, like
2: <laughs> Corey, I know you're a big dude. Like you ain't fitting in that thing, dude. No, I wouldn't even fit through <laughs> the fucking door. Mm. <laughs> like it's it's just, it's a tiny, tiny little trailer. Yeah, sixteen to twenty-two feet. Okay, insanely expensive. But they're coming out with an e-trailer. So the e-trailer is going to have a battery pack and it's going to have some motors.
0: Uh-huh.
2: And its big claim to fame is that it's going to whatever you lost in range with your EV truck, if you're towing an EV trailer, it'll gain it back because it's going to help you.
1: Yeah, because not only does it regenerate, but it also propels itself. Right. It's all self-contained.
2: And for you people that don't know how to back up a trailer, you can then use your little app or whatever and you can back it up without even it hooked to your truck, which I think is absolutely ridiculous if you're going to own a trailer. Learn how to freaking back up your trailer. Yeah. Learn, how to, learn how to drive with a trailer. Because I will say, backing up the bigger the trailer, the easier, easier, at least for me, is to back up. Yeah, true story. Um, I mean, backing up small trailers sucks. Even yeah. I, even I, which I I would consider myself pretty damn good at it. Even me with a small, like, look at them having Tona a Tesla. Yeah, like, come on. Um, but I, I would consider myself pretty decent at backing up a trailer. Small trailers, they, they suck. They always suck. Um, but the price of that if we put together cuz i kept on talking about a rivian towing one of these trailers mm-hmm. okay i looked up or even an f150 i looked up the price of a base model f150 lightning with the extended the extended travel battery pack or whatever it was the yeah. long range pack base price $85,000 okay Awesome. That trailer. If you do your Google search, in I've had I've I've seen upwards of you know close to the two hundred thousand dollars for this trailer, this e-trailer. Okay, so you're two hundred and eighty five thousand dollars in a camping setup, right?
1: I'm just shaking my head right now. <laughs> <It's looking laughs> like, okay.
2: Even with I, it, this is I didn't bring it with me. I should have, but e- okay. My truck cost I don't, let's say sixty grand. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I got a a three quarter ton diesel truck. I've got a fifty gallon fuel tank. Mm-hmm. The difference in price of of that truck with an e-trailer versus my truck with my and my my trailer, full disclosure, my trailer was sixty grand. Um, it's not a cheap trailer, but it was the it's the smallest toy hauler we could have gone with that would fit a four seater mm-hmm. and still have a generator still have all these things that we that i wanted mm-hmm. um 60 grand okay the difference in price of that electric setup versus my setup i could fill my truck up 775 times i could go almost four hundred thousand miles of driving with my trailer before I even reach the cost of that truck and that e trailer,
1: that's with the trailer and truck included.
2: Yeah, I could fill my truck up seven hundred and seventy-five times at four fifty a gallon. Which <laughs> it's around here, it's kind of fluttering between four four fifty for current time is good. Yeah, I'd say that's a that's a, a that's an average. Seven hundred and seventy-five times filled to the brim. Okay, let's just say it does. I do lose half half my range. I have a fifty gallon tank.
1: I can still go three hundred miles. Let's for the for anybody who's maybe new to listening or anything like that. So Tyler's truck currently twenty twenty one Ram 4 door long bed bone stock, fifty gallon tank. Yeah, which it came factory with. with yeah, the, it's a tradesman. He's and uh, love or hate Liometers. Okay, you've heard us talk about them. And I could care less about what the actual number is, but what a Lyometer is good at is telling you if something is changing. Right. I don't care if a Lyometer tells you you're getting 35 miles a gallon. Yeah. If you're always getting 35 and all of a sudden you're getting 20, something has changed. Yeah. Okay. I'm not saying the numbers are correct, but it's a good indicator of like, hey, what's going on. Tyler's Lyometer. Is sitting at, what, like 21?
2: It's, it, it, yeah, about, we'll just say 20 right now, unloaded.
1: Yeah, and he's never reset that since he bought it. Never reset it. So that includes all his wintertime unloaded daily driving, his summertime unloaded daily driving, but also the winter, or the summertime, which is basically like nine and a half months out of the year, Yeah, towing.
2: And, and I do have 33,000 miles on the truck. Yes. So I've never reset it.
1: And you basically put more miles on it on the weekend than you do during the week.
2: Yeah, yeah. yes, yeah. Um, so even if I lost <clears throat> half that, let's say I was I was only getting 10, which I'm not, towing a 12,000-pound trailer, um, I could still go double the range of a F-150, let's say. Now, I don't even believe that, these are even comparable for one because, y- y- yes, F one hundred and fifty has battery issues, right? But watching other videos, um, I I would be hard. Ho- I bet you, if you took an F one hundred and fifty Lightning and hooked it up to my truck, my trailer, I bet you your range is hundred miles, if that. If that, if especially that. in the winter, that doesn't get me anywhere. No, and it also doesn't get me anywhere closer to anywhere I can charge it.
1: Yeah. Um, So keep in mind that the guys that we're talking about there in this podcast, one of them lives up in the way, way northeast. The other two are in California. Yeah. And they they do mention about charging stationing issues. That's great. Okay. But you can still kind of move about your greater area and charging and stuff like that. Well, up here in the Pacific Northwest, specifically like eastern Washington, Mm -hmm. panhandle of Idaho, or sorry, stovepipe of Idaho and Montana and, you know, northeastern Oregon, there ain't shit. There, there, there really isn't. You want to go out and, and get the and get the fun? Is, you're not finding anything.
2: There is a very large amount of people that go camping, just oh, like yeah. me. I mean, hell, in our in Spokane, in our Spokane area, we probably have ten or twelve RV dealerships um, yeah. that, and they all sell a shit ton of RVs. Like, I would to say people. between Spokane
1: and Coeur d'Alene, like the Spok- yeah. greater Spokane Coeur d'Alene area. There's probably twenty five to thirty RV dealerships. Yeah, oh yeah, and keep in yeah. mind for those of you that maybe like myself, transplant from California. I'm used to you know I went you know went to San Jose State. Being in San Jose, San Jose proper was a little right about a million people yeah. right in there. Okay, but then that doesn't count for Santa Clara and Campbell, and all everything else around there. Yeah, the greater area of Spokane, Coeur Lane, yeah. I'd say it's right now we're probably getting almost almost two million yeah almost when yeah. I moved up here it was it wasn't even a million when I yeah. moved up here um so we have that and again like on Fridays Friday basically from like 3 p.m to seven if you're driving somewhere there are almost more vehicles hooked to yeah. RVs getting out of town yeah. than just driving around. Yeah. You're gonna see a truck with a camper bed on it. You're gonna see uh you know an SUV pulling a boat, you're yeah. gonna see a rooftop tent, you're gonna, and they're all they're all heading directly east or west. Like get me the yep. fuck out of here. Yeah,
2: east like, or north. Or north, yeah. <laughs> or I, south too. I like, mean, honestly, you can go any direction and there's awesome places <laughs> to go. And it's it's um and you're not like in a campground, you're in like what they you know, they're boondocking. They're boondocking.
1: You mean, first of all,
2: guys, yeah, they're they're, 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 I'm they're, trying hard not to be know, like know, objectively an know, asshole about they're, this. They're the vibe that they put out is like, yeah, we go camping
0: at, at the, my brother in law's driveway at
2: the KOA in town, so we could hop in our EV and go to restaurants and check out the sights of the town. Like, nobody does that up here. Yeah. And in most, I would say, from like, East side of Washington to, like, I don't know how far west, but pretty freaking far. I would say, like, into, like, Tennessee area, somewhere over there. Like, that's Wait, probably... west what, or east? I'm saying east side. east So, east side of Washington. Uh-huh. So, like, Cascades to the east all the way over to, like, Tennessee or oh, something. like t- okay. That chunk, uh,
1: yeah, okay. Yeah,
2: like, that chunk of America probably do a lot of the same camping that we do. Yeah. And then you have these metropolitan areas on the coast of course that do you know the the what I would consider like some would consider what I do cl- glamping because mm-hmm. I've got like a nice trailer with like a you know AC and a fridge a TV a generator mm-hmm. a fuel station <laughs> like yeah. it yes compared to a tent tent camping I'm glamping but compared to what like these guys on these on these edges of the coast, like they just go to a literally like an an R V park in the middle of town and then we'll like go see the sights of the town. That to me is more glamping than anything else. Yeah. Because you're not even getting a taste of like real outdoors. The, like I'll be honest with you, when I go camping, I'm either in my side by side ripping around, or I'm outside building a big ass fire, getting drunk, having fun. Like I'm not even inside my trailer. No. I mean, the times that I am inside that trailer, like watching TV, which for one, half the places I go, you don't even have freaking service to even watch TV. Which is the best. Or it's, it's at night when everybody's asleep or something and we'll turn on a movie yeah, uh, or something and then fall asleep. Like I, we're, We don't like spend time inside of our trailer. We spend time outside of the trailer, party, ride. Do that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Enjoy the outdoors, and then we just enjoy it's just life. Like, yeah, it. Trust me, if I could have found a smaller toy hauler that would fit my four seater and sleep us comfortably, I would have got it.
1: Okay? Well, the thing is, you you tried, you tried. I, did. You, well, <sighs> I mean, with the, but also with the roof rack for the side by side. Yeah, but, like you tried the whole like. Like I, I don't need a big footprint for a, a trailer. Like I don't mind having a smaller trailer as long yeah. as I can still have my side by side. And you tried it,
2: yeah. It kind of sucked. It, it, well, <laughs> again, and I've talked about this before. When you're when, when you're only dealing with a two day weekend, every minute, every second kind of counts. Yeah. Um, and so the when you get to a camp like now, I don't have to unhook my trailer, I could leave my truck... I would say 98% of the time, I can leave my truck hooked up to the trailer, get the side-by-side out, go have fun, enjoy, my, enjoy myself, and then pull it right back in. Mm-hmm. Whereas before, I'd have to disconnect my truck from the trailer, make sure the trailer is set in a good position where it's not going to move, mm-hmm. make it nice and stable, move the truck to a position where I can get the side-by-side off the roof of my fucking truck. Um, and hopefully it doesn't rain or snow. Because <laughs> yeah. it's not the like funnest thing to do um you've seen all the video like my biggest fear was you know being one of those guys on one of those fail videos where either the ramps fail or you drive off the side of it or whatever like shit happens like just another stress point it's just another stress point and it adds so much more time because now i'm the like with my old setup i was the first one putting my shit on the trailer I was then hook, you know, strapping the side by side down. By the time I'm done strapping the side by side down, everybody else that was just like leisurely taking their time loading up their shit in their toy hauler are already loaded up and, and leaving as I'm hooking my truck back up to the trailer to leave. Mm-hmm. So it was just um, an added had And it was just an added stress factor of having a, Fucking
1: force you side-by-side side on your roof. Yeah. like. And, and <laughs> I want you guys to keep in mind here. When we say stress factor, this is – I in my mind, there are kind of two stress factors that go about this because I know we just made a big stink about backing up your trailer and hooking it up on your own. Yes, we get that. But the, the different kind of stress factor is how you want to spend your limited time. Yeah. Okay? You only have so many hours in a weekend. Yep. And, you know, if – when you're when you're a single guy, maybe you don't really think about it that kind of stuff, you know, because you get there and you're, and you're already having fun right. or not. But once you have a wife and you have kids and you start adding all that stuff in there, you know, it just it's it it increases the amount of time it takes you to actually engage weekend mode, and yeah. that ends up becoming a quote unquote stress point. Yeah. It's just another point where like I gotta handle this before I do fun stuff. Yeah, it's like you want to be able to get there and like turn the light switch, and instantly have fun. Like, generator on, jacks down, beer in my hand. Let's fucking go.
2: Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, Uh, I don't know where I was going now. I forgot. I know where I'm going with (laughs) one of
1: these. Okay, I'm going to get on my soapbox real quick here. Okay, go for it.
2: I've been on a soapbox here.
1: (laughs) So, in one of our earlier episodes, um, I think it was probably when we talked about the F-150 Lightning becoming the Truck of the Year, and the, like, I I always like to play a little bit of Devil's Advocate, because if you listen to me and Tyler enough, you know that we're not that, you know, fist bumping, you know, I, I don't like change. Like, we we get it. Okay. Yeah. Like, we understand that. But we're also big proponents of, like, uh, do your work, do the right research, and, and, you know, do things that make sense and when it's the right time. Yeah. Um, so, in one of those episodes, I mentioned that. Uh, Because it was when we started, it was actually last time, it was right after Hoovy did the episode where he like lost like basically like 90% (laughs) of his range on his F-150 Lightning. Before he even left his neighborhood. Yeah. And I get the fact that if this trailer was in production or in in development, they would have already started before this podcast came out. Because this stuff doesn't happen overnight. But I'm going to go ahead and get on my soapbox and I'm going to say, fucking called it. If you're going to try and have an F-150 Lightning that you willingly produced and put out that has an absolutely fucked range for anything once it's past just commuting, there has to be something special with the trailer. And I... I fucking called it. I was like, there has to be either a battery or regenerative or something to cancel out the weight of the trailer, or maybe potentially even add solar panels and help things all charge and move forward at the same time. Cause I I could see that. But but the other part there is if they just came out from the get go and said, Hey guys, you know, we understand. And and this is, uh, I know I keep going back and back and back and back. I get so so fucking passionate about (laughs) this kind of stuff. It's like, if you were just honest with the consumers Yeah there would be so much less just either animosity or shit being talked but kind of like guys like us like just eat the shit yeah. you know, give us the bad news up front say you know hey we you know we do understand that like as of right now our path is having an electric truck and we want to be able to replace internal combustion engines we know yep. we're not there yet but this is what we have and to make this try and be as capable, you do have to get this super special trailer to go along with it. Yes, it's super duper expensive, and we totally get that. In the future, it's probably gonna be cheaper. But right now, to get that same range, you gotta have this Wig Bang Whiz Bang quarter million dollar trailer. Yeah, you, that's just the fucking story. You, you Sorry have to guys. Literally
2: spend more money than what I paid for my house.
1: Fact, same.
2: To 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 enjoy camping. And that is just not feasible that's like the opposite for motor trend they're supposed to highlight the best out of manufacturers okay Uh, and what they're coming out with for them to not talk about the f-250 or 350 super duty is is to me is like you just ruined your own credibility because you're supposed to be the voice saying hey this truck will do this yes, you will lose range. But also, Ford has actually really worked on their emission system. They've worked on their transmissions. They've worked on their engine. Like, this is what they're outputting right now. And this truck, which you could probably get into a base model F-250, 350 with a 10-speed for the same price as an F-150 Lightning and have yes. way more uh toy capacity, range, um, and... and, and fucking less worry my god they're already having issues with them yeah. and for one you can, listen <clears throat> i'll be the first to complain about like working on stuff like i don't want to work on my you're, you're a different you're a different breed i don't <laughs> like to work on like my daily driver like i want a daily driver i'm going to turn the freaking key on it and it's going to get me where i need to go mm-hmm. okay if i have an issue with an f-150 lightning i can't work on that thing without freaking killing myself because the freaking battery packs, like, they're, like, if you get freaking zonked by one of those, dude, like, you're on the ground. Well, even if you can. Even if you can't.
1: Of all the systems on there, if it dies on the road or something happens. There's nothing the you The likelihood can do. that there's gonna be something that you could actually fix on the yeah. truck besides flat tire. Yeah. It's virtually fucking none.
2: Virtually none. And let's also be honest about, what's it cost to replace a battery pack? batteries and everything freaking eventually will get to the point where they don't do shit Mm -hmm. and i would as that that's what happens with electric vehicles too how much is that battery pack like let's be honest here and how much is the labor to replace
1: that because i ain't fucking doing that lithium phosphate lithium ion phosphate lithium iron phosphate are you talking
2: about that explosion that happened in palestine Oh, not ion? necessarily that, but <laughs> no, but the, in, in
1: the podcast that we're referring to on Inevitable Ding, yeah. they mentioned that they are moving from lithium ion to lithium phosphate, which apparently uses much less 7.1 inch Don cobalt. It's a joke, yeah, it's
2: a joke, 7.1 percent less. It's a joke, <laughs> yeah. right, guys. It, this is going to be going on for yeah. the entire
1: life of the not just this but, episode, that's a new yeah. staple, yeah, for this freaking podcast. <laughs> Okay. Six nine, four twenty. Hey oh, that's funny. Seven point one, baby. <laughs> but the apparently it's a less conflict battery. But one of the other things I want to mention right here that I, I meant to mention before when you're talking about it, even if Tyler's range gets reduced by half yeah. and he goes down to ten miles a gallon, fifty-gallon tank, five hundred miles, okay, to empty. Guess what? Oh no, I'm empty. Pull over at one of the many diesel (laughs) stations that may be somewhere across this beautiful country of ours. And I don't know, take like, take your time. 20 minutes, go in, drop a dump, get some beef jerky, say hi to the person working the counter. Maybe strike up a conversation, clean your windshield, kick your tires, and guess what? You're back on the fucking road going another 500 miles. Yep. Yep. Not like, oh, where I I got to find a charger and I have to hope that I have at least eight hours between now and then when I charge. And guess what? I can't even charge my trailer. So I can unhook my trailer, go to a separate charger and go over there and get fucked up and just... Most car chargers are
2: a freaking parking spot made for a car. Mm -hmm. What are you going to do with a trailer and a Rivian or an F-150? You're going to have to park that trailer somewhere else in the parking lot, pull up to your charging spot, let the thing charge as you sit at a McDonald's eating your fat ass away, and then go hook your trailer back up to get to your camping site five hours later, or however long, 45 minutes, whatever. And however quick It doesn't matter. 45 minutes at one... Okay. Has anybody in their fucking life ever spent 45 minutes at a rest stop? Has anybody?
1: Well, I did go dump at a casino that was sort of a rest stop on that's our boys weekend
2: fair that okay but so it was I after yes. we had two
1: bloody marys and a breakfast and i was hung over shit so hey
2: guess what there was still <laughs> enough time there is like we went filled up the freaking side by side went back parked and still was sitting there waiting for him <laughs> like
1: <laughs> i had I mean, a big dump okay i
2: we could have went out and rode for an hour and then came back and yeah. picked ben up but anyways that's an anomaly but still Nobody spends times. I'm an nobody, anomaly. Yeah,
1: nobody <laughs> and it, so spends that kind of time. I didn't even have my phone because it was yeah. dead. I was in there just just raw just dogging thinking. it like just, ta- just like counting tiles,
2: just counting Cle- tiles. Cleaned
1: out my wallet, read all the stuff <laughs> on the back of all my credit cards.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Refinance his house. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Picked up a penny it's, saver, It's just, man. It's, just it's, it's 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 again. It you know it. I just wish they were. I just wish they were honest. I'm just so tired of seeing all these places and all these people just pushing this agenda on us motorheads saying this is the way that things are going to go and you're just going to have to get used to it and just do it. It's the better way to go when it's clearly not. And I'm just, uh, you know, you could sit there and do your math and give us all the specs of how, how much cleaner an EV actually is, even with the manufacturing process. Guess what? I don't give a shit if it works less, if it if it isn't as if it isn't as efficient as what I already have. Again, we talked about this with the electric Bobcat. If you make a thing, you're supposed to make it better than the thing it's replacing. If you make it worse, nobody's going to fucking buy it. That's stupid. Why would I do that? I'm going to buy the diesel operated Bobcat and be able to operate all day versus waiting 10 hours for it to charge after a 4 hour workload. It doesn't make sense. It's stupid. Stop trying to push that on us. We're not we're motorheads. We're not fucking idiots. And in fact, probably most motorheads out there are smarter than most of these fucking people with these electric vehicles. They it, it, it is it is it's just it's so irritating that they think we that that we're just going to go with it and it's going to it's just going to replace it and that's just it. And, and, and here you go this is what you got this is going to be better when it's clearly fucking not and i'm just so tired of it i'm tired of hearing i'm I'm tired of hearing politicians pushing this shit on us i'm tired of hearing motor trend push this shit on us it ain't gonna fucking work all right you're not gonna there, there's unless you come out with a truck that it can tow the weight that I can tow and that can go 500 miles round trip without being charged. You don't got me as a customer and you fucking won't have me as a customer until that day comes. Then I might consider it and I'll still be on the fence on it because guess what? There ain't no fucking engine noise. There ain't no feel. There ain't no nothing about it. When you start electrifying everything, you take away the connection between the person and the driver. And that's what enthusiasts like end of story
1: person in the truck tyler gets heated sometimes words don't come out the right way he's talking about the driver in the truck what did i say the person in the driver oh sorry yeah
2: anyway okay. yes the why me and Tyler are like yeah he catches my <laughs> listen I, I black out okay and i just start talking <laughs> but 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 that but i i you guys know what i was trying to say okay when you when you when you delete that connection Cause there is a connection there. Mm-hmm. I can tell when something is up with my truck, just by dr- just by the feel of it. Mm-hmm. I can tell that there's something wrong. With an electric vehicle, you don't know. I mean, you're hearing. You're probably hearing a bunch of other shit too that you wouldn't even hear because it's so freaking quiet that you don't know if that's is is that normal. Is that okay? Like I I don't know. I I can't hear anything. Well, Everything says it's okay. Like, here's
1: the other thing. I'm sure that these trucks have immense operating systems on there and huge touchscreens that'll tell you all these things that are wrong. Can you fix it? No. No. And you're not going
2: to be able to take it to some podunk shop in the middle of your trip to have them fix it either.
1: No. Because I can tell you right now, like it, it's part of the reason why I am a 7'3 guy. Okay, this is and, and Tyra's a Cummins guy. But I know for a fact that like there's a lot of things that could go wrong with the engine on my truck. Yeah. And I'm almost positive... Unless of catastrophic failure, I could limp the shit I think, for at least 100 miles. Yeah. I'll get something somewhere and get us safe. Get me and my family safe. I know that I can fix it. I know I can work on it. I know I can hotwire whatever needs to happen. And on these electric vehicles, you just that doesn't happen. Call me old school. Call me whatever you want about that. But if if these things are supposed to compete with these trucks that are supposed to get us out in the wilderness, out in the cuts, away from everybody else, then it also has to pass my test of does it keep me and my family safe
2: yeah and you ain't gonna especially if you guys listen to that podcast and i i i ch- first of all have a couple of beers and then if you have literally like n- nothing going on during that day like nothing <laughs> like absolutely nothing like I'm talking like even like nothing that your wife wants you to do. Like, like you, you the have dishwashers nothing.
1: unloaded, the trash <laughs> has already been taken out. You already finished that honey do list from six to nine yeah. months ago. Like, like you is have done.
2: nothing to do. Listen to this podcast. And for one, I'm gonna take advice from someone who's got a nineteen foot toy hauler that he's probably towing around a fucking segway in that thing yeah. who knows what he's putting in there how
1: can you even have how, a 19 foot toy hauler they, they make isn't
2: tiny the, tiny little toy haulers for again it's for like electric like, bikes and shit it's 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 it's, it's for maybe uh, you can maybe put a dirt bike in one they're tiny they're tiny little things and again for these for this guy to be an expert on a towing with electric vehicles like no dude where's the where's the 30 foot bumper pole trailer that actually a family can afford because I'll tell you right now, there's plenty of trailers out there that are sub 30 grand that are big ass trailers that a whole family can, can, can enjoy and have space. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, we're talking even some in the, in the $20,000 range that a whole family can enjoy. Yeah. You're not going to get top of the line stuff, but you can still get out and enjoy. Nobody's going to spend 200. The people are going to spend 200 grand on a, fucking electric trailer are probably using it once a year if that if that
1: god if i had a quarter million dollar asset sitting and i used it once a year i hope fucking cheers to me man I, like <laughs> dude a ton of people do i mean again that's in these like metropolitan Actually, areas not, that's not an asset they'd be a liability oh yeah it, just gonna a lying your fucking ledge for that i guess at that point. but
2: again in order again look at what they're having to do just For an electric truck to be able to do the same things that a diesel truck can do. They are having to develop an entire new chassis of trailer that is electrified and powered to be able to give you the same range that half of my tank in my truck can give you. Hmm. We're talking millions of dollars (laughs) in engineering and, and building and these expensive ass trailers for you to go the same distance. Not even, well, I'm not even gonna say the same because it's not the same. No, it's not. Because max range on an F 150 Lightning is like 300 miles, if that. Like, best case scenario. There's a trip that we do that is way over that. (laughs) Like, I I wouldn't, it's just not gonna freaking work. And again, I'm just so sick and tired of all these people just telling us this is the way to go and blah, blah, blah. Let's, Motor Trend, highlight some of the good things about all these new trucks. How about you highlight the fact that my RAM when i go into when i when i go into regen it can regen in like 15 miles that is awesome compared to what it used to be totally that is that is a that is a huge development over how the emission system used to be I, i mean it's to the point where again they've made these trucks to the point where deleting them doesn't necessarily net you the same mileage it did on earlier trucks i'll be the first to tell you an earlier diesel truck with emissions they sucked asshole they yeah. were terrible. I mean, maybe they were good the first 15, 20 miles or maybe the first time it, it, until the first time the filter got filled up. But after that, they freaking sucked, man. I get it. Now, like, why not highlight that? Like, listen, you, you, like they've gone leaps and bounds from where they used to be. Mm-hmm. Like, I am still astonished astonished on how fast my truck regents. Well, like, that just is,
1: how fast your truck is that too like the and I I have to and I've said it before and I said it. I'll say it again if you equate diesels getting emissions put on to uh, like the smog and gas crisis from gas vehicles you had known performance vehicles that were in the horsepower wars making upwards of 400 horsepower now making 185 horsepower yeah because they had to adhere to government standards yep and that sucked. And it took a while for them to come back around. And they did. You know, you start having, you know, late 90s, early 2000s, late 2000s. Yeah. You start to get in the teens, you're getting turnkey warranty 700 horsepower domestic fucking V8s. Yeah. Okay. That's rad. Okay. The power, I get that. That's rad. I'm not going to talk about the emissions that come out of that Hellcat compared to the emissions that come out sure. of Cummins. I'm not even going to talk about that. The Hellcat's worse. Just yeah. <laughs> But what I am going to talk about is there was no the, – the power output from diesel trucks has never gone down. Yeah. When I say – down, it didn't even plateau. No. It's it, always it's gone always up. always gone up. They have always increased power. They've always increased torque. They're always going down on it. They're, like, not going down, but they're always, like, rendering down to try and get better and better and better and better and better. Like, the, the crisis that happened was basically for about, I don't know – three to five years, your mileage that you were used to in your 5.9 Camaro, which you've heard us say again, the best diesel mm-hmm. engine ever put in a pickup, bar none, fucking fight us on it. yeah, Dead serious. Oil up. Fight us. Yeah. We'll be naked. But <laughs> yeah. the 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 hardest part was like for about three to five years, the mileage that we're used to on your, your mid-2000s truck, which was say high teens, low 20s, yeah. went down to the low teens, and guess what? Now it's back. We no. didn't have to wait 25 years. No. There wasn't this 15-year slump. There wasn't any of that. It was, it, you still could have had a warranty well, on this truck when I they came back I, around.
2: I, I think initially it was it, almost an after, the emission system was almost an afterthought. I was. And then it started being, okay, we're going to have to live with this. It's going to have to be pr- a primary thought in how we build these engines and how we program things and how we how we make them. And again, it, it's, it's, it's. For Motor Trend not to talk about that, which maybe they have, maybe they have. I just haven't paid attention because they, you know, again, Motor Trend is usually not on my radar Mm -hmm. of 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 uh, publications that I I I look at. Um, But um, but but still, uh, just the fact that they put the F one fifty Lightning as the truck of the year, and then in the same breath, (laughs) they're talking about an unknown battery issue is is stupid. It's it's like it's like having a fucking blind man like be the driver of the year. (laughs) Like it's it's I don't know. It just don't make no sense. it, It just doesn't make any freaking sense. Anyways, that's that's what I got. You guys check it out for yourself. Um on Motor Trends website. You can't miss it. Um check out that podcast. Uh let us know what you think. Um you know I you know you can reach your own opinion on that stuff again um i i think they're just they're 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 just their facts may be 100 percent correct on what they're talking about but at the same time it's not it's it's just not there it's no. not going to replace us with our trucks it isn't going to happen no matter how much you talk about how much cleaner it is or how much you know Despite your your memes you post on Twitter, like get out of here, man, get out of here. You're just like now. You're just like talking shit to the to the actual Motorheads out here. Yeah, and fuck Twitter. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm just anyway, Elon's doing great.
2: Music, uh, music. So, okay, so you sent me that song. I listened to it once. I was, okay. I kind of, I kind of like, but then What song do we leave
1: off on? We Fallout. started
2: We okay. started getting bombarded with uh, aliens And I started listening to a news podcast about the alien invasion hmm. And so I haven't listened to it as much as I wanted to Because I was more interested in if we were uh, getting attacked by aliens The Weather balloon. Well, there's a couple of them And there's some weird shapes And they don't make sense
1: Okay <laughs> It's okay, we've got jets <laughs>
2: Did you see that thing I said to you about if if Trump saw that weather balloon, yeah. he'd be like that dude would have shot it out from his the front. They would have, he would have he would have put it on on on, uh, on well, Netflix. Uh, yeah, on Netflix, and he would have rolled out into the front lawn of the freaking White House with, uh, <laughs> with like
0: see, a. See that watch gonna shoot No, we got like,
2: him. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. No, anyways, so I've,
1: I'm I'm torn on three songs for you for this week. So I'm gonna let Ben decide. Okay.
2: okay, and I will download
1: it just like I did before. So we have sitting color coming home. Mm-hmm. The summoning from sleep token or granite. Granite. <laughs> you knew the answer I was going to give to that. I did, but by, I'd say granite by sleep token. Sleep token. Wow,
2: I cannot freaking type. And,
1: and if you want another one by sleep token, uh, chokehold. Chokehold's good too. Yeah. Yeah, Granted okay. by Sleep Token.
2: Boom. It is added.
1: Banger. It is. That Whoa. goes for the rest of you guys, too. Make sure you got a wow, get started. Wow, why stereo. wouldn't it
2: let me add? Oh, yeah. something went wrong.
1: All right. We are going to wrap this episode up, everybody. We greatly appreciate everybody tuning in. Um, I, I do highly suggest, I know we've just talked a whole bunch of shit, but I do highly suggest you actually do listen to that episode. I don't
2: think we talked shit.
1: I think we were just given our feelings about it. Yeah. We feel strong. I mean,
2: we could have... Trust me, guys.
1: Yeah.
2: We could have talked we, a We lot had a very than. short conversation about
1: how spicy we were going to get about this. <laughs> yeah. And this is, this is the, uh, the light version of how we this originally is wanted to go. very light compared to how we so, were going to go. If you and guys then, that is not a threat. That's not anything. Just that we... We... You, f- you oh, Okay. We can get a certain kind of spicy. and It's Listen, probably not okay.
2: If you put another article like that out, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to not hold back. Because we did hold back. And we... We... Listen, nothing against you as an individual, um, but you kind of look like you would yell at me if I didn't have my mask on. We'll just
1: we'll just leave it at that. He's okay. So fucking
0: right. <laughs> on that note,
1: <laughs> we'd love you guys to so see you next week.
2: Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com.